Welcome to the Educator Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Latimer Jr. and my co-host, Emilio Porter. Before we jump in, we got to remind you guys, check us out on iTunes and make sure when you're on iTunes, you can rate or leave a review for us. That helps us spread the word about the show and get more great guests like the one you're going to listen to today. So check us out on iTunes and make sure you rate and review us. Now, on to the show. Emilio, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. It's a big week. It's a hot week. I mean, let's face it. We're, we're riding. We're riding the energy. We're riding the wave. If you missed out, then let's give you up to speed real quickly. Last week, we had the lovely, the great, the amazing Ishmael Brown on here. And he had an episode that basically broke our single day uh, record. So because of that, he got a lot of plays, and that led to us actually breaking 2,000 plays and downloads, which, I mean, uh, when it happened, I had the championship feeling. You know, I, I, was, I, was, I was popping the champagne. I was swerving in traffic. No one could tell me anything. Like, I mean, it just makes you, like, when you think of how far we came, because we started in May back when we were struggling to get to 100, and now we're at the, the, the we're in the two-stack club. We're in the two-stack clubs, and it's not like we're just at two stacks. We're, like, over two stacks, but we, we've entered the two-stack club. I mean, the growth, the compliment, the amazement, the interviews, it, it's, it's a lot to take in, and it just means so much, you know, to me particularly, we're out here and we're thriving. Yeah, man, and, and it's been a great ride so far, um, to get to 2000 before the year is over, after we started, you know, halfway through the year, is is really a great feat, and we're just super excited to to keep doing this. Um, I think we got to 2000 quicker than we got to 1000, so um, we see the growth coming, and we keep getting guests that blow our mind every week, and. We're so glad that the listeners are, are around to to keep going. We got so much love on the last episode of people that, you know, listen to our show or sharing it to other people um, and getting them to like the pages, uh, to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. Um, so it, it's been amazing. And we're going to keep doing it for you guys because um, the more we keep interviewing people, the better the ideas get and the more that we can do for you guys on, you know, on your daily drives or wherever you listen to this podcast so shout out to 2000 man let's pop some bottles and we got we, we still got to keep going though get this work uh you know make it to 3000 quicker than we did a 2000 so let's get it bro exactly 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 man you know it's always good when you got more plays and downloads than your birth year so i think that's <laughs> a good motivation right there but anyways not to get too too into ourselves. Today's guest is Mr. Nathan Chan. He is the CEO of Founder Magazine. And if you don't know about this magazine, you should pretty much get to know it. I mean, besides him starting this up by himself as a pageant project, this is a one of the magazines where basically he emphasizes a lot on entrepreneurs and how they can better themselves. And he's had interviews with some amazing people like Richard Branson, Gary Vee, Tony Robbins, like, the list goes on, 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 and on, and we're just excited to have him on that show today. Yeah, and uh, the cool thing about it is he's really personable, man. When I went out to reach, uh, he, follow, he followed me randomly on Twitter one day, and, um, you know, I've I seen a lot of his posts. And, you know, he's one of those guys that I'm like, you know, 
man, he probably won't hit us back, but let's let's just let's just shoot for it, you know, see what happens. And um, he hit me back real quick, and we set this interview up like a month uh, a month ago, and um, it's awesome to see that you know he kept us in our minds, um, even though that he's interviewed with or been interviewed by um, people that are you know probably higher up in the business. Uh, he made some time for us, and uh, we're just excited to give you guys a great interview. He drops so many gems uh, for you guys to start your businesses. And he has his own, uh, not only his own magazine, but his own podcast as well. So if you go to, you know, founder.com, that's founder, F-O-U-N-D-R.com, and and hit up the podcast tab, you can see all those interviews he's did with with all the different entrepreneurs. Um, He names so many on the interview. And some of them that you haven't heard, but are really interesting little side businesses that people have made into uh, their main stream of income. So it's a super exciting interview uh, that we did with Nathan. Exactly, exactly. And I think one thing that got lost in uh, lost in all the shuffle is he's actually our first interview from Song from Australia, our first down under interview, and he set the bar oh, oh, oh so high. And I mean, I think we could sit here and shower him with praises, but we don't want to do that. We wanted you guys to get into what you what you need, what you got to hear, the meat, the juice, the whole enchilada, or shall I say, the big old Kansas City strip steak. So without further ado, let's get Mr. Nathan on your earways. All right, folks, we are here today with Mr. Nathan Chan. He is the CEO of Founder, which is a business online entrepreneur magazine. Nathan, how's it going today? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing, Emilio? Oh, I'm doing great, Nathan. We're just excited to have you all the way from Australia joining us. I think you're our first uh, guest from Down Under. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, look, so I got your names mixed up. It's very difficult to work out um, <laughs> who, who I'm speaking to. Um, so, yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry you're good. About that, I, we, you you're good. I could have played it off. I thought it was good. I was going to slide. No, it's bad, man. It's di- difficult because Skype doesn't say, like, this is the person speaking and this is the other person speaking. It's really weird. Yeah, no, I understand. We probably could have went over that, but it's all good. We're just glad to have you, so. Um, if, if you could just get into it, um, what inspired you to start up founder? Um, and you know, how has it gotten so successful today? Um, so I started the magazine three and a half years ago. And when I started, I knew nothing about apps, nothing about publishing, nothing about editorial, nothing about design, nothing about business or entrepreneurship actually myself. And I started it just from my own need of wanting to know out of curiosity, genuine curiosity, what it took to build and uh, build and grow a successful business. And I was sick and tired of hearing all sorts of stories of people crushing it in business and life. And I wanted to know myself, uh, you know, from true depths, what got them there. So I created a magazine, um, you know, really showcasing that. I created a magazine, you know, targeting aspiring novice and young early stage startup founders and entrepreneurs. and um, I started while I was working my day job, didn't know if it would work, started off as a passion project. And um, as time went off, it just kind of took off and uh, it took me about a year to build up and um, build up that business to be able to leave my day job 
and you know go off and uh, go full time on it. So yeah, that's kind of how it all came about. But it was just my own scratching my own itch and and I guess identifying that there wasn't really a source in the space or a brand in the space that targeted uh, millennials or young people um, that was a brand and not a person and not a guru, but it was a brand that you could trust that provides good stuff that, that is actionable that you can learn from. And uh, that's kind of still what we do to this day, but in all many different forms of, of content, whether it's via our own, you know, podcast or whether it's via, you know, our educational courses or it's, you know, our social media channels or our blog or anything of the sort. Um, we have, you know, many forms of content that we put out. And that's amazing because, you know, from from that backstory, it really did sound like just like a passion project. And now you basically have your whole hands on the entire social media market with all the ways that people can access um, Founder. So one thing I definitely want to ask is, I mean, you've already interviewed such big names like Richard Bronson, but I want to take it all the way back and ask you, who was Founder's first interview? And could you tell us how was that set up? Yeah, sure thing. So. First interview I did was with a lady named Lin Huang, and uh, she ran a company called Outsourcing Angel, and she was the only person that would get back to me to do an interview, which was, yeah, really, really rough at the time because no one would get back to me. It was really, really difficult um, because I was creating a magazine that hadn't launched yet, that no one had heard of, obviously, and why would anyone care about it to be honest? So she was my, my first interview and I remember being so nervous. It was crazy. Like I was just like, yeah, you know, like if you're about to walk on stage, if you're doing a talk or, you know, you're about to you know, do a presentation and your heart's beating really fast and you're sweating up and like, yeah, I was so nervous. It was really, really nerve wracking. And, um, pretty much what happened was, uh, I just did it. I, I jumped on Skype. I've, I did some research on the internet to record an interview. Use a tool called Pamela. And I just got on there and, and I spoke with her. And um, I remember after doing it, I, I said to my girlfriend, you know, I was so nervous, but um, I had so much fun um, that I really felt that, um, you know, everything that I'm doing with Founder now, this is what I was born to do. And... Um, yeah, I haven't looked back since, you know, four years later, I'm still doing interviews. Um, probably, you know, this time next year, I won't be doing them anymore. I'm going to get someone else, find a hotshot journalist to do uh, interviews for the podcast and, um, yeah, start to start to move things along because what's happened now is, um, you know, we're building a media company and it's quite inhibiting for me to do the interviews to truly scale it. Interesting. and um. So do you feel like you'll miss that part, you know, doing interviews dated on the day-to-day basis or um, do you feel like it's, it's that time to really progress your business and turn it into something bigger? Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think I will miss them, but at the same time, you know, I'm doing them all the time. The, you know, it is, yeah, I've got to do prep work. It is quite a lot of work. Um, and yeah, look, uh, I, I think um, it feels like, you know, it, it's the right time to do that. Wow. I mean, that's that's crazy. And I kind of like to ask a question that kind of deals with that growth that you had. I mean, obviously, this is like your baby. You started out 
founder just has the passion and now you're talking about how you're going to eventually leave the interview into someone else i think one of the things about um a lot of ideas entrepreneurs have is that there's a lot of great concepts and ideas out there but very few make it past the white noise of the internet or just people around what is your advice to fellow entrepreneurs on how to actually gain a bigger following i think um i think you know it's it's all about consistency man and i know a lot of people say this and if they do if if you are you know if you are listening to this and you have heard it it's because it's so true you know i was lucky enough that you guys asked me to come on your show i've been lucky enough to be on you know quite a few shows now and i tell you what it took me about a year and a half from doing founder that anyone actually asked me to be on the show so it took a year and a half of just beating on my craft a year and a half, you know, 18 months of beating on my craft every single day before anyone asked me to be on their show, um, whether it's a podcast, whether it's interview for a magazine or publication or blog, you name it. Um, so I think, you know, the first things first is if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to, to develop a following for your personal brand or you're, you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to develop a following for your business brand, I think, what it comes down to is is two things. You know, it's it's got to be the success of your product. It's got to be, you know, how much value your product provides. And then it's got to be how much content and how much marketing you can do to get that product or get that brand or get that message or whatever it is you're, that you're doing into the hands of as many people as possible. So for me, um, you know, we just produce – at Founder, we just produce a lot of content to build our following. Now, whether that's on social media, whether that's on, you know, in the blogging space, whether that's on, you know, the podcasting space, whether that's on the magazine space, it doesn't matter. We're just producing a lot of content on a consistent basis and we never stop. The moment we stop is the moment we lose. If anything, we just increase the volume, It's but we can't maintain the quality. So our following will increase the more and more people keep spreading the word of our brand, the more and more people consume our content that's extremely valuable, that you know we go above and beyond to blow people away and make the stuff that we put out there in any form, whether it's podcast, magazine, blog, whatever, social, that people are going to spread the word and share it with their friends or share it online, and then it just keep, becomes this networking flow-on effect. But you know, it's got to be, you've got to have great product and you've got to keep putting out great stuff to keep people to continue to spread the word. Now, you know, that sounds kind of daunting. So the question that needs to be asked is how can you get leverage? Well, I think one of the best ways you can get leverage to build a following is if you want to build a personal brand, you're going to just have to work out a way that you can create content that is so good. Um, people want to share it. It's share worthy. And then you have to really, really focus on that and do that for a long period of time before anyone cares um, and not even care if no one's listening or, or reading or watching. And then, you know, if you've got a business-based brand, you know, you've got to focus tremendously on the product. Don't worry about building a following. Don't think that if you, you know, build a following, um, you know, if you build a, you know, if you build a following, people are going to like your product because you have a following. Focus on on building an amazing product or having amazing service and it is so good that you get natural word of mouth that's one of the easiest ways to build an amazing product you look at uber yes uber do a stack of marketing but 
the the growth and the following of that product is built within it. You know, it's such a revolutionary product. You know, obviously it's becoming quite common because they've disrupted the space. And then, you know, companies like Lyft have come around and, and said, yep, we can do this too. But, you know, it was quite a revolutionary product that, you know, it was like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a question of, hey, have you heard what Uber is? It's like, hey, do you use Uber? Hey, you want to jump in an Uber with me? To, uh, how are you getting home? Let's use Uber. You want to jump in an Uber with me? Um, you know, oh, hey, you know, I, I, um, I, I'm sick and tired of, you know, using cabs. It's so hard to get one. I just use this really new cool app now that's out called Uber. It's really amazing. So they're the kinds of things that I guess um, allow you to build a following. Buried by the amount of just great gems you displayed over there. I mean, I feel like you kind of went through every level, like any entrepreneur rewind that part and just take in and take notes and soak in what you just gave out so i mean i thank you nate for that answer because it was incredible oh you're welcome man (laughs) and yeah going back to the uber thing i i kind of agree with you on that because it was kind of out of nowhere that um uber just popped into my life like it was just you know hanging out with some friends and and randomly discovering that uber exists so i understand exactly what you're saying they just had a great product and then it got it to someone someone's hands and then word of mouth is basically how it got around and because it was you're so profound so you can do it two parts you know you focus on the product always focus on the product and then um i think you know because that's the value and then you know use use marketing and use use content um you know online to to i guess tell that story or, or provide more value and get into the hands of as many people as possible. For sure. And, um, you know, you had mentioned that you also do a podcast as well. Um, I wanted to know, you know, who was, or if you want, if you have a couple that you want to mention, who are some of the most interesting, uh, people that you've been able to interview? Yeah. Wow. Well, um, there's been heaps. Uh, I've been pretty humbled and blessed to, to, to have the time of, of some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation take the time to speak with me and, and let me pick their brain. Um, that's, you know, that's one thing I, I will miss, but um, I think I'm ready, you know, probably even now to be honest with you guys to, to start doing um, other things with the company, not do the interviews anymore, but just I want to set up an office in LA. I've got all these big dreams, but anyways, and hire someone over there. But anyways, long story short, to answer your question, um, probably Seth Godin was a great one. Tim Ferriss, both those guys are, are heroes of mine. Um, Gary V was a great one as well. Um, you know, I've done so many now. It's it's really difficult to say which is a favorite. I spoke to um, you know someone that was pretty amazing today. Uh, her name was um, it's it's hard to pronounce, but it's uh, Kamakshi um, Sivaram Krishnan. Uh, she's from a company called, it's a company called uh, Drawbridge, and uh, they're doing incredible things. She's running one of the fastest growing companies in the US. Insane. And it was a really great conversation. It was a really, really good interview. And we talked about what it means to, you know, get the right people on the bus when you're just starting out and and, and how, to, how to build a culture of uh, people that, that's going to allow you to rapidly scale a business. And yeah, it was incredible. So there's been many. And I mean, that was just a bevy of people you named. And there's like, I mean, I think 
a lot of them I'm just ha- having these like little mind blips like oh wow wow like like Gary V that's such a big name and I mean you didn't say it but I know it's definitely one of the highlights has to be but Richard Branson definitely has to be up there as well I think um for us one of the cool things about having to start something is you don't really expect it but you get a lot of particular feedback and praises from people that you often don't know and I kind of wanted to ask you what are some particular praises or feedback that you've received from people that's really validated your journey of making founder what it is today so far yeah oh wow um being quite humbled to hear from a lot of people in our community pretty much on a daily basis every day you know whether it's over email whether it's through social media um we're very blessed and humbled uh to to hear from people in our community where um, the work that we've done has had a profound impact on their life. Um, in regards to stories, um, I've got a great one. Um, I met somebody. Uh, we were at the moment we're launching a a crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter. We're producing a physical, our first physical coffee table book, and it's um, pretty much like our greatest hits album into a physical coffee table business book, beautifully designed, and you know. We wanted to know what it took to crush it with crowd, like a Kickstarter campaign. So we interviewed like all these people. And one of the things that, they, that one of the biggest takeaways we had was, you know, have a launch party for, for when you launch the crowdfunding campaign. So that's what I, that's what we did. And we had like a hundred people in the Melbourne office. Um, you know, most of those people were people that followed the brand just from Melbourne and, um, you know, had we some of my friends and, and, um, you know, it was incredible. And I, I met someone in our community where she said, you know, I just wanted to come down and just meet you and say hi and, and meet the team because if it wasn't for you guys, you know, um, you know, I've been following um, everything you guys say and, you know, thanks to you guys, I've 4X'd the profits on my business in the past you know, year and it's just been incredible and I just wanted to come down and support you guys and just most of all just say thank you. Wow. Wow, that has to be uh, pretty humbling to get somebody that uh, gets some, you know, that's amazing feedback to get in person. And, you know, you probably didn't even realize you were doing it until until that even happened. So that's that's amazing. Oh, yeah, not at all. There are so many stories, so many people that we don't hear from. And that's the crazy thing. Like, um, like there, there are so many people that I personally admire that I don't reach out to or let them know that I admire them and listen to their stuff. So, yeah, you know, the feedback that you get is only probably about 1% or not even of, 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 of a true indication of the impact that you're making. And that's very true. And I, I think one of the things that people have to realize is, like, if you see an artist or someone that you admire doing something and you really take that energy from it, like, you should let them know. And it's, I think a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I'm not that important. They're not going to care. But it's, it's kind of like what you're saying, where people always care to hear that they're doing something right. It makes them feel like, you know what, I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. And basically, what I just want to say is you should always go out and let people who you think are doing a great job know they're doing a great job because they'll appreciate it so much more. Mm, I agree. Most definitely. And, um, you know, I also wanted to mention uh, the the names that you mentioned earlier, you know, like Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Richard Branson. Um, you know, those are quite a big, uh, big names. And I just kind of wanted to know, you know, how were you able to make connections with those highly established entrepreneurs? 
Yeah, great question. Um, this is a question we get asked quite a lot. Few things. Um, one, we did write an in-depth blog post on this. Um, to like because um, we get this asked this question so much. So if you go to foundermag, F-O-U-N-D-R-M-A-G.com forward slash get interviews, there's literally a 6,000-word blog post detailing our whole process of how we get interviews. Um, and then secondly, uh, the way that we do it, just quickly, is um, because I'm mindful of time, is one, uh, we've got the magazine, which is a great influence builder, which gets great cut through. Um, you know, it's, you know how like everyone wants to be an author now and, uh, you know, when someone publishes a book, you think, wow, this person's a boss because they wrote, they wrote their own book. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> you, you have to hundred X that if you have your own magazine, because there's a, there's a much higher perceived value, um, with an, uh, someone that's an author versus someone like a company that's a publishing house, you know? So, um, that's been an incredible tool to allow us to connect and I guess show that we are a serious brand. And then as time has went on, we've been lucky enough to build a, you know, a reasonable size audience that um, care enough about what we have to say and, and trust us enough and have given us their permission to speak to them, you know, through all our different forms of contact, whether it's through, you know, 300,000 plus email database or whether it's close to a million followers on Instagram or whether it's, you know, the hundreds of thousands of people that visit our website every month. Um, so, you know, that in turn has also helped, um, but that's something that we've accrued over a long period of time, you know, three and a half years um, that it's taken to build up, you know, some of those numbers that I've shared, but, um, you know, we were uh, able to use that as social proof. And then the last thing was, you know, once we got Richard Branson for issue number eight for the front cover of founder, um, it, it just brought a tremendous amount of social proof to allow us to pitch other, um, I guess, rock star entrepreneurs or influencers in this market. Um, and it was a sense of validation that people were like, oh, okay. Um, the PR people were like, oh, okay. If, if Richard Branson's been on the front cover of this magazine, these guys must be legit. And um, yeah, I guess uh we we faked it until we made it uh, to a certain extent to be truly honest with you guys uh and and yeah that's that's kind of how we've done it and um the last thing is you know i think the biggest thing is connections and and knowing who to speak to and really understanding what that dance looks like you know the the dance looks like this uh somebody's probably launching a book or they're looking for press for some reason one way or another or they've just opened up you know Dropbox has just opened up their offices in Australia and, you know, the founder Drew Houston's doing, sorry, uh, the founder Drew Houston is doing a, you know, a tour around Australia and P there's, they, you know, they found a, a local PR representative uh, to represent the, the Australian arm of Dropbox. And if you know that PR person and the person comes and they're, you know, there for a few days, they're going to line up all the media they can. And, you know, luckily you know lucky enough if you if you know that pr person or if you can track down that pr person it's going to be a natural fit and you're going to make that pr person look good so that's you know one gatekeeper um so always look for pr people just look for the right person look for that person you know the company's pr or you know the the person's personal assistant 
or you know that that's a, that's a big one as well. You can't just pitch that person cold. They don't give a crap because they've got filters. They they've got so many people contacting them. They have filters to 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 you know get work done and you know, do things because otherwise, unfortunately, um, if they were just responding to every person's email every day, they wouldn't be able to get anything done. So yeah, those are a few things to get started. Wow, I mean, you, I have to do it again for you too. That was that was really in depth, and I think you just kind of like broke it down. And I, I mean, it's amazing when you when you're hearing it from you and all the success you did, and you make it sound so easy. But also at the same time, it's also like you uh, alluded to, it's a lot of hard work, and you have to make sure you play the game right. Um, in particular, something I wanted to definitely ask you was, you have the podcast that you know. Hopefully, I hope you'll still be a part of and maybe maybe in some shape or form. But could you let the people know what can they expect to hear on Founders Podcast and how can they listen to it? Yeah, sure thing. So um, I guess you can expect every single Thursday Australian time, Thursday night Australian time, which would be probably your, your guys time in the States uh, morning Um when you know, sorry, yeah, Thursday, yeah. So you'd be yeah, thir- you're pretty much your Thursday morning, every single Thursday, without a doubt, you're going to get an episode that we put out, and we're going to interview an extremely successful, proven founder or entrepreneur that um, is as disrupted in an industry or is an expert at some, something that will serve you and that you'll be able to learn from. And I will pick their brain and find out actionable stuff that you can take away and implement into your business. And I guess the biggest key thing is we've been lucky enough to speak to people that don't necessarily always give interviews, uh, hard to reach people. Um, that's kind of something that we've been, um, you know, re- we've done reasonably okay at where if you want to know how the North Face started, if you want to know, <clears throat> excuse me, how a company like Eventbrite started, if you want to know how this amazing meditation app called Headspace started, then, you know, we've interviewed the founder of so many extremely successful companies and yeah. Um, so yeah. And if you want to find out, more you can just go to founder mag f-o-u-n-d-r-m-a-g dot com forward slash podcast or you can just go to our website founder.com and you'll be able to find it but uh, it's founder without an e and there you go that's the hookup right there well nathan we appreciate having you on this episode before you go though we want to hit you with just the the two piece the final two questions the first one's easy how can the people reach you um, if you want to reach me, you can just uh, email me, just Nathan at founder, F-O-U-N-D-R-M-A-G.com. All right. See, short, sweet, and simple. We like it. And then the last one is, what is some parting words of wisdom that you can leave to our listeners today? Uh, life is short. Do stuff that excites you. Don't do stuff you hate. And if you are doing stuff you hate, work as hard as you can to start doing stuff you love. And, you know, anyone can do it. It just depends how hard you want to work. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty easy. You know, I was thinking about I went on a run today 
like a, a couple miles. And then I was thinking about like, for some reason, I was thinking about, um, you know, people like hating their jobs. And I'm like, you know what, like, it's too, there's life is really too short to to foster such energy for hate, man. We got to do things we love. So um, great, great quote to leave us off with. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you so much for your time, guys. It was an absolute pleasure. And there you have it, folks. That was Nathan Chan giving us an overwhelming amount of knowledge. Emilio, what you think, man? I thought it was amazing. I mean, I, I loved uh, having our first Australian guest and how he was basically really able to, to just sh- kind of show why he's in the position he's in. Like, you know, I think he hit the nail on the head when he said, when you have a magazine, you are accredited so much more respect and, and garnership than, you know, a normal artful because a magazine is like you're having all these forces combined together to make one great product. But, I mean, he broke down the game as well as anyone could. And, you know, it's it's hard to believe that he started, like, you know, kind of, kind of the same level we started at, you know, just had a laptop and a vision. He turned all of that into his own company and his own, his own baby. And it, the baby's growing. You know, he's thinking about, as he alluded to, stopping interviewing people and hire that to someone else, delegate that to someone else. That's the grown-up word, delegate that to someone else. And then do other things with his time for his own company. Like, I think that's the dream right there. So, I mean, amazing. Glad to pick his brain and glad to hear what he had to say. Yeah, man. I feel like we got we got somebody right before they're about to expand and uh, blow their business out the water. So, um, hopefully, you know, within the next year, we see Nathan again on some, you know, on TV or some kind of news channel doing big things because that's where I see that man going within the next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it always pays off to be on that big stage, to be on that cusp of greatness. But alas, before we get too deep into the legacy of Mr. Nathan, let's bring it all the way down to the favorite part of the show. How you, yes, you can reach us. Educator Hustle can reach with a variety of different means on social media. We are on Snapchat at Educator Hustle. That's all one word, Educator Hustle. There we post snaps, behind the scenes, little videos, little tidbits to get you throughout the week and give you that Educator Hustle you need. We're also on Instagram at Educator Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educator Hustle Podcast. There we post photos. Yeah, photos basically of our episode that week, positive things that we're doing, and also achievements that we have been able to broken breakthrough. We are also on Facebook at Educator Hustle. That's two words, Educator Hustle. You know you reached the right place because you'll see the logo that you all know and love. And before I begin with more plugging, I have to begin a different type of plugging. If you like what you hear and you think Educate Hustle is really doing a great job, please, 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 please leave us a review on iTunes. It's real easy to do. Just go to iTunes, search for our podcast, click and write a review. Leave some stars. We prefer five, but whatever you decide, we'll be good with. Such a simple process, so easy to do, and it only makes our show better. So, do your part if you haven't. Now, let's get back to the regular schedule plugging. We are also on Twitter at educated underscore hustle. Once again, that is educated underscore hustle. There we do tweets, interactions. You know, we try to have fun with Twitter community as we can. 
that's probably one of the best ways to reach us because it goes right to our phone. So if you hit us up, we'll be able to respond to you pretty quickly. And last but not least, if you feel this emotional feedback, this 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 message or urge, if we gave you the Holy Ghost or maybe the educated gospel, you can always <laughs> email us at educated hustle podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's educated hustle. Educate Hustle Podcast at gmail.com. Do not be afraid to holler, to reach out, collabs, show ideas, guest invitations. We hear and respond to every single bit of it. Yeah, that's that's uh, the educated gospel, man. That's amazing. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to dig in your feet sometimes, right? I like it. I like it, man. Well, you know what to do, man. Lead us out. People, 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 as always, cherish the new week, the new day. This has been a great week for us. It's only going to keep getting better. I, I strongly urge you guys to take Nathan's words to heart. If you have anything you believe that you should be doing, that you really believe you should be doing, please, 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 life is too short. Take a crack at it. I mean, the biggest thing with this show is we want all these entrepreneurs on here to inspire you. Yes, you. To actually go out there and do something. And I mean, I hate to throw it back all the way to episode one, but hashtag no excuses. I mean, we, we're almost 30 episodes in and we're only hearing more and more reasons why you should go out there and claim the day. So with that being said, go out there, claim the day, make it yours. And as always, you got to stay educated and keep hustling. <laughs>